Hello, everybody, and welcome to Evolution Happiness, the show where we talk about health, happiness, and harmony. My name's Olivia Savage, and today we're going to be talking about what our kids can teach us about self-care. All right, everybody, can we believe that it's episode 10? I can't believe that it's episode 10. It makes me so excited. And today, I love this topic because if you've listened to past podcasts, you know that a lot of my stuff, I just, I watch my kids and see the things they're doing. And gosh, they make some of this stuff seem so easy. But today, we're going to really talk about what our kids can teach us about self-care. Because if you're like me, we all struggle with this concept of self-care and when what we should do and when we should do it and how often we should do it. But it turns out that we might learn a little something by watching what our kids do. Now listen, they might hate Brussels sprouts, but my goodness, they know some important facts about how to keep their bodies and their minds in check. And so I've, surprise, surprise, put together a little list for us to go through of some of those things that our kids do that we should just kind of maybe follow along. Because as adults, we all neglect ourselves sometimes because we're overwhelmed by all the responsibilities that we have, or we feel like we don't deserve to be treated with kindness, or that we haven't allowed ourselves those moments of self-care, but we all deserve all of it. So join me as we go through a couple of, uh, items that I have just noticed our kids doing. And we can really see how those kids can remind us to make ourselves a priority. Because we all know, man, if you've got a little one, they are their own priority. And you know what? That's okay sometimes. Sometimes it's it's good to be that way. So let's jump right in. The first little mini list is all around having fun. We know that our kids know how to have fun. And here are some ways that they have fun that we could pick up on and maybe add into our own little day to day. And the first one is playing games. I mean, self care offers some serious benefits. But the process can be really lighthearted. It does not have to be super intense and super involved. We can turn our work into a game and plan fun activities for leisure time. I always try to have something to look forward to at the end of my day, some fun activity, going outside, chatting with friends. And having a little game. Oh my gosh, I love Rummy Cube lately. And my neighbors love Rummy Cube. And we'll play a little game of Rummy Cube. It's fun. Play a little game. Play games. Turn your work into games if you can. I mean, we've 
I don't know if you guys have done it, but with our kids, we've turned cleaning up into a game. Let's turn on a 15 minute timer and see how much we can pick up off this floor. And it's fun. Just play games, have fun. Don't take everything so seriously. And if you can't play games while you're working with your work, then plan to have some activities in the leisure time after your work. Just something fun, something lighthearted. The next one is all about enjoying food. I'm a foodie. You, oh, guys, I love food. You're more likely to stick to a healthy diet if you like what you're eating. So think of foods as your friend instead of something that sticks to your hips. Enjoy the foods that you're eating. Change your mindset from I have to eat this to I get to eat this. Uh, this is exciting. Put some guacamole on those carrots. Mm, 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 mm. Enjoy food. Kids enjoy food, man. They live to eat. At least mine do. said, I don't know what's going to happen when they have to go back to school and they're going to have to actually stick to not having 555 snacks throughout the day. <laughs> but we'll see. So eating food, enjoying food. Don't just, uh, it's lunchtime, I have to eat. Enjoy the food that you're eating. If you're making a salad, put some delicious stuff in that salad. Enjoy it. Eat it up. Dance around while you're eating it, which leads us to our third area of having fun, which is singing and dancing. Oh my gosh. I don't know about you guys. But music relieves my stress, and it can sometimes make those tedious tasks that we have to do way more fun, way more fun. You can do things like create a playlist for some routine paperwork that you have to do for work. Maybe you're filing, or maybe you have household chores that you have to do. Make a playlist for those things and just, you know, groove to it. I love to put on some music as I'm working, especially, you know, if I'm doing something a little bit more creative, I like to throw on some music in the background and just have it go in and, you know, singing, sing, oh my gosh, sing in the shower. My daughter, <laughs> my daughter sings in the shower all the time. And it's so funny. She makes up these songs and I love just sitting and listening to it because she just doesn't care. Just sing in the shower. Who cares? Who's listening? And if it makes you have more energy, if it makes you more excited, sing anytime you want. My gosh, we are singing all the time in this house. My daughter, five years old, the other day said, mommy, I just want to go for a drive and put on some music. And if that wasn't what I needed at that moment in time, I don't know what was because we jumped in that car. We went for a little drive. We put on a little pink because we love pink in this house and we rocked out and it was so fun. And I got home and I wasn't drained anymore from the day and I wasn't exhausted and didn't want to do anything. I immediately wanted to go outside and hang out and be in the sunshine because that music just gives you that lift. So think about those moments throughout your day that you can throw on some music and where are those moments that you can have a playlist? Put your playlist on when you're doing that paperwork or 
whatever it is that you're doing for work that you maybe don't have to necessarily put your head down and focus, but stuff that you can have background music on and make it more enjoyable. The fourth area in having fun is tell a joke. Give yourself a reason to laugh. Tell a funny story to your family or friends or watch some cartoons or scroll through reels or TikTok or those funny cat videos. Whatever it is, laugh. You need to laugh. Kids laugh all the time about silly, silly things. But it's amazing just to look at them and see the joy and they find in the everyday stuff. And we could learn so much about just taking a moment and, and laughing. I used to teach a program called The Energy Project. And one of the areas was about your emotional well-being. And one of the things that we used to do is say, scroll through your pictures. And you guys have heard me say this before. Scroll through your pictures and find something that brings you joy, makes you smile. Telling a joke is that same genre or finding a funny video is that same area that just automatically gives you a little bit of energy, especially if you're doing something challenging or draining or something that you've had to focus on for the last 45 minutes. Sit back, look at your phone, find something funny. I promise you it'll give you the boost of energy that you need. The fifth area in our having fun list is to go barefoot sometimes. Take off your shoes, kick them off kick them off. My feet are so tired by the end of the day. Kicking off shoes and going barefoot and walking outside is liberating. And did you know it actually strengthens your muscles? You should remove your shoes as often as you possibly can. Shoes are so restricting. That's why they have shoes now that Feel more like bare feet because it is so much more relaxing on your feet to to not be constricted all day. Get a pedicure or a foot massage. Look, (laughs) I can't do a foot massage because (laughs) touching my feet is weird to me. I hate it. Oddly enough, I can get a pedicure, but a foot massage, like a full-on foot massage, not for me. But if you are one that likes to have your feet rubbed, get a get a foot massage, get a massager, have your spouse massage your foot, whatever it is, let those feet be free. They are wrapped up and tangled all day long. My daughter, I tell her she's feral all the time (laughs) because to make her put on shoes is a chore in itself. So we just let her run free with no shoes on and she's so happy and just doesn't care. It's amazing. So those are the five things that you can do in the area of having fun. So play some games, enjoy your food. Don't just eat food, enjoy food. Think about it. Be mindful about the food you're eating. Sing and dance, tell jokes and laugh and go barefoot every now and then. Simple things. Our kids do it. They're happy. Let's try it. Okay. The next mini list in the what kids can do to teach us about self-care is about taking risks. Now, I don't know about any of you guys that have kids, but I can tell you with my kids, 
They take so many risks. They give me a heart attack on a regular basis. <laughs> but there is something so amazing about it. And the first one in this area is to try new things. I mean, what would happen if we gave up because we fell down the first time we tried to walk or the first time we tried to ride a bike? We've, we didn't, right, when we were kids. And our kids don't. They keep trying and trying and trying. And then they get it. And then they're so proud of themselves. Give ourselves credit for trying anything and seeing the value from learning in that experience. Anything it is, do you want to learn how to cook a souffle? Try it. Who cares if it explodes the first few times? You're not a failure. Try it. Do you want to join a badminton league? Go for it. Pickleball, that's huge right now. I don't even know what pickleball is, but I've heard about it like a million times <laughs> lately. You want to try it? Go try it. Figure it out. I was so proud of my husband the other day because he used to play volleyball all the time. He was in a league when we lived in England. And then when we moved back to California, he joined another league there. But since we've lived in Virginia, he just hasn't done it. He hasn't tried it. He hasn't gone out. And one of the teachers from my kid's school was going to play some volleyball. So I said, just go. And he said, but I don't know anybody. And I said, just go. You're never going to know anybody if you don't just go. And he went and he was there for like, I don't know, four or five hours. And he had so much fun. And it leads me to the second element of our taking risks, which is making friends. We've got to make friends as adults. It's so hard as adults. And it's especially hard as parents. It's tough to make new friends. You know, we moved to Virginia. We didn't know anybody. People that we've met have lived here for a long time. So they have their own groups of friends. But we are so lucky to have made the friends that we've made here. And it feels like a brand new family. It's amazing. You know, schedule your own play dates. Go, I, t I tease my kids all the time because it just so happens that our neighbors who are have kids of our, of our kids' age, we get along with the, the parents just as well. And I joke with my kids to go outside and play and think, I don't want to, I want to play my video game. I said, you're not playing your video game. I want to go see my friends. So we're going outside. <laughs> you got to schedule those play dates. I mean, I just think the other night, my friend just came over because her son came over and we just sat on the couch and had some music on and we were chit-chatting and we were laughing and we were shouting affirmations out into the universe and it was just fun. We were talking about she wants to uh, be a Pilates instructor, so she's going to start doing classes. I said, I'll come with you. Let's do some classes. That'll be another fun little play date. I mean, you know, play dates are a little bit different as an adult than they are as kids, but have a play date. My husband had so much fun on his play date with his volleyball friends. <laughs> have make friends, have play dates. It's so important to have those people to be able to turn to when you need it. The third element in our taking risks area is speaking up. Let other people know what you really think. 
Have some deep conversations with your loved ones. Contribute to the business meetings. Don't be afraid of using your voice, even if you don't feel like you're an expert. This is how you learn things. This is how people understand your point of view. And if you never say anything, you might be holding something key to a conversation. Speak up. Let it out. Let others know what you think. I'll tell you what, my kids do not think twice about speaking up. They let you know what they think, like it or not. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes not so much, but it's okay. I would rather them do that than to keep things to themselves. The next element, number four, is to be creative. Be creative. Experiment with different art forms. Maybe you'll find that you love finger painting or woodworking or playing with those little pipe cleaners and creating figurines, whatever it is. Maybe you forgot that you're a really good writer and you can write a short story or you can do stand-up comedy. Just use a creative outlet. Being creative is so important to our happiness and our self-care because as adults, we put ourselves in these boxes of what our jobs define us as that we forget that as kids, we had these creative outlets. We would sit down and play with Play-Doh. We would get out the paints and paint and It made us happy as kids, so why wouldn't it make us happy as adults? So try to be creative. The fifth and final element in our taking risks area, express enthusiasm. Oh my goodness. Do you feel awkward about showing your appreciation? Don't. You can brighten somebody's day by paying them a compliment. How much do you love when you're just out and about and maybe you're feeling yourself and maybe you're not and somebody says, oh my gosh, I love those shoes or oh, your hair color is amazing or where did you get that lipstick color? Those kind of things make me so, it perks me up a little bit. I I stand a little bit taller. I feel a little bit better. Do that for somebody else. It makes the other person, it makes me feel good when I say that to other people too. Like, oh, I love those shoes. I'm going to tell her I love those shoes. I love those shoes. Give yourself a round of applause for cleaning out the garage or throwing a dinner party. Do enthusiasm whatever way you want, but be enthusiastic. I always joke that my inside voice is this because (laughs) I love, I'm enthusiastic about everything. I love it. Not, Not falsely, but I I try to get excited about the small stuff. I try to let people know when I appreciate things about them or see things that I like, because why not? It, it's so invigorating for the other person to hear something like that. And it's awesome to be able to share stuff like that and let the other person know what you think in a good way. All right. So those were the top five in our taking risks area. So trying new things, making friends, speaking up, being creative, and expressing enthusiasm. Now, a few other things. I have one more list of five, and this is, they didn't fit in any one category, but there are other things that I've noticed that our kids do 
that can teach us a little bit about self-care. And the first one is staying active. I mean, my kids wake up and they go to bed and in between, if they stop for more than 30 minutes at a time, I am surprised. And so we can try to be like that too. It doesn't have to be full on working out, but try to push ourselves to get up and move around. Like I said, put on that music and dance. If you want to exercise, exercise. It'll get easier if you make it a habit. If Put a timer on your watch and every 20 minutes when it goes off, get up. Just get up. Stand up. Simple act of standing up is still moving. Staying active. Don't sit for so long. Again, we get into these habits when we're work mode where we sit and sometimes we sit for six hours at a time because we're working on a project. It is not good. It's not healthy and it's definitely not self-care. So get up and move around. Stay active. Second one, say no. Think of yourself as a toddler sometimes. And oh my gosh, a toddler's favorite word, no, can help you honor your limits. It can help you to set the boundaries and enforce them. Let other people know how you expect to be treated. Turn down a project maybe that interferes with some of your main goals or say no to going to the party because it's just too exhausting with everything else that you have to do. Sometimes saying no is self-care. Say no. You can do it. I promise. Number three, ask for help. I don't know why as we get older, we think asking for help is taboo. When you're a little kid, man, you ask for help on everything. Even if they know how to do it, they are still asking for help. And it's weird because we know that we can accomplish more when we're willing to accept that assistance from others. When we know that those other people want to help us. And again, I've talked about this in another podcast. It makes the other person feel good to know that they can help you. So ask for the help. Ask for help from teammates in your office or tell your family and friends what kind of support you need to manage your health conditions or to keep you active or to recover from something tragic or sad that's happened to you. Ask for help. I promise you it is self-care. You don't have to do everything alone. That's not what this world was intended for. Number four, take breaks. Ugh, I need a recess too. Why do you think there's recess in a kid's play day? To get them to take a break, to get their energy out. Use your vacation days. Pause between the tasks. You are not a machine. You are not meant to go from task to task to task like a computer. You are meant to take a break. Vacation days, we are the only country that gives such a limited amount of vacation days. Take them. Take them. They are there for your mental and physical relaxation and recovery. Take them. I promise you, your organization will keep running if you take a vacation day. 
when we do these things, when we take the breaks, it actually reduces our stress and increases our productivity. Think about that. Reduces our stress and increases our productivity. Take a break. You earned it. I promise you, you've earned it. And the fifth and final one, which I say to my kids often, but I need to remind myself, share your toys. (laughs) Use your strengths and resources as you will. Share what you can with others. Volunteer in the community. Donate to a worthy cause. Start a softball league because you want to stay active. Other people in the area want to stay active too. They want to join your softball league. Whatever you have to offer, share it. Share it with others because you have so many brilliant things to offer, I promise. So that's my list in the others category. Stay active. Say no. Ask for help. Take breaks. And share your toys. I hope that's 15 things in three different areas of ways that our kids can teach us a little bit about self-care. Because listen, kids may lose their socks, but they usually remember to take care of themselves. So we need to get on that same train. Don't lose your socks, (laughs) but remember to take care of yourselves. Talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, if you haven't already, please go and join my Facebook or Instagram group at Evolution Happiness. And if you haven't checked out my website, evolutionhappinesscoaching.com, you can and dive deeper into these conversations. Again, I just want to thank you so much for listening to the Evolution Happiness podcast. I can't believe we are on episode 10. Before I go, before you go, please share some love, leave a review, tell a friend. Anything is much appreciated. Thanks again for stopping by with us today and we'll see you next week.